But anyhow, you are making, you are trying to make it clear to us that uh, You, you can't look for something or search for something that you do not know. You already know what you are looking for. You say that uh, you are looking for something you do not know. You can't look for anything that which you do not know. You can't ask for anything that which you do not know. You know. Hmm? So then why you are searching, why you are yeah. seeking? Why don't you stick with it, you ask? Huh? Why don't you stick with it, you ask us? No. If you know that there is nothing... No, 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 you, the, the, the fear of the unknown is... The expression has no meaning. You can't be afraid of the unknown. You are... The fear of losing what you know. It's really the problem. Not the fear of the unknown, that, that expression has no meaning at all. You can't be searching for something you don't know. So, does it indicate that we have the feeling somewhere that we will lose everything if we will find that? See, what you know does not operate in your life. It has no relevance to the way you are functioning. That's really the crux of the problem. And if you continue to go on with that, it's because of the hope that somehow, you know, it's going to be a reality in your life, it's going to be a fact of your existence. Or somebody, see, will help you. You know? So in the future, through some miracle. You know a lot more than you than you can imagine. You know a lot. You don't need to know more about it. You know, and yet why why it doesn't uh, operate in your life? Something is wrong somewhere. It can't be with you. It's with that, you see. So if you say that the teaching of whatever word you want to use has no relevance to the way you are functioning, you don't throw that away because of the sentimental reasons that if you brush aside the teaching, you are brushing aside the teachers also. It's not one, two, three or the hundreds of teachers, you see, one is enough. If you finish with him, you are finished with not one after the other, it's one system after another, one philosophy after another, one teaching after another. It has no relevance, you see, if you, to the way you are functioning, absolutely no relevance. And you are trying to relate that teaching to the way you are functioning, and so naturally there is a demand and you part to bring about a change in you. Changes are all that you are interested in. There is nothing there to be changed. So the talk of change, radical change, uh, radical mutation, such phrases, you know, are 
very fascinating to you. So you are hooked to that and you put yourself on a merry-go-round. So you learn a new language and then you begin to look at things through these new words, new phrases and then experience things through the help of this knowledge. But basically it is the same. Knowledge is not going to help us. What's the point in saying that? We're sitting here and asking all the questions. No more and more and more. If not here, you will go somewhere else. I'm sure of that, you see. What brings you here will take you somewhere else. If you don't get what you want, you're not going to get what you want. You see? So that's the reason why I'm asking, what do you want? What you want, you can get, you see, in other areas. This you are not going to get it because it doesn't exist. I can say that for the end of my life, it doesn't have any effect on you. Some guidelines you want live to make your miserable life into a tolerable life, that's all. So the drugs will help you, not the drugs that these hippies are you know, taking. It's one day. It will help them like the painkillers, you see, the pleasure feels ecstasy. You can experience anything you want. The hope is in, in medical technology for all your problems and not uh, the teachings of the religious teachers, past, present, or the teachers yet to come. They cannot help you. No. Not that you will uh, give up that kind of a thing, you see. The, the, the teachings of all those people, past and present, you see, they are outdated, outmoded. Very soon the, the discoveries of modern technology will point out the absurdity of all that nonsense. If you still talk of awareness, it is too ridiculous, you see. There is no such thing as awareness. You know? The awareness is an activity of the brain. And there is no such thing as consciousness. There is no such thing as consciousness. You know, consciousness probably is another word for life. What is important to you is how you become conscious of things out there and conscious of things inside of you. How you become conscious of yourself. So that is only through the knowledge that is given to us. Otherwise you have no way of experiencing no way of experiencing yourself, you have no way of experiencing the world around you without that knowledge. So you have to depend upon the knowledge. Otherwise your existence is threatened. To experience yourself as an entity, this is me. These are my experiences. Those experiences are created by the knowledge. Otherwise there is no experience. Without knowledge you can't experience a thing. So that knowledge gives you experience and every experience you experience strengthens 
and 45 that it goes on it is a vicious circle and you superimpose on that you see the spiritual stuff you are not satisfied with your Christianity you bring all kinds of teachers from outside and there is plenty of stuff to exploit you so it is not my interest to help you to make you see the absurdity of what you are You're not going to do it anyway. Hmm? I'm not here to liberate you. I don't come here to liberate people. I don't go to America or anywhere to liberate people. My talking is incidental. I did not come here to hold discussions or with people. My meeting people is incidental. Talking is incidental. Take it or leave it. Ayurji? Yeah. You say the other day. Um, other day we forget. Okay, then it's now again. Now. But I have to know what I want. And I said the whole day with it. I have to know what I want. And I want to know it by thinking. Yeah, that's the only way you can. Yeah, but. When I do that, it makes me crazy, and I do not know what I want. Yes. And I said, and I was going down and down, and you also said, you need not my help. So I thought, okay, I what? go, and I need not your help. And I was at home, and it was horrible. You are here. I can't come out. You, you, you are here. Back here. So if I not here, you will, if not here, you will go somewhere else. Don't bother. You see, I'm not concerned about that. Whether you are here or go somewhere else, it really doesn't matter. So, you see, want anything you want. Huh? How do you go about to get what you want? Forget about the spiritual things, material. Yeah, things. no, it was no spiritual thing at all. No, forget about it. You see, how do you get what you want? Hmm? What do you do about it? Take any specific thing, you see. Don't talk in generalities. What what you want? You want to get something. Yeah. Huh? So you get it, but you see, you don't do it, you see. You, you begin to think about it. The moment you think about it, you need some ideas, some material to think about it. And somebody supplies you that material. The ideas, the words, the phrases. So, wanting and thinking are not two different things. If you don't want a thing, there is no thinking there at all. If you want anything, it doesn't matter whether you want, you see, the material things or the spiritual things, any want that is there, huh? starts thinking. See, you know, I want to reach out, you see, reach out, but you know, then something else then comes into the picture and tells you, watch out. You see, these two things are there, you see, that it is that that has created the neurotic situation in you. Yeah. Two things, you want two things at the same time. You want and then something else says no. You know, dangerous. Yeah. So that destroys I, the possibility of an action. Yeah. You are not acting. Yeah. 
<laughs> you see. There is always that action that I am talking about. You don't act, you cannot act as long as you are thinking. Unless the action is there, the problems cannot be solved. You don't even try. The fear of the consequences, the fear of what will come, you see, what will happen, that's all that you are doing. Do it and see what happens. So the, the past always comes into the picture, you see. So in that sense, you don't have a future. That is the reason why I am telling you that you ain't got a chance of enlightenment. It's not that I know your future or that I look into your future, that I am clairvoyant or psychic or nothing of this sort, you see. It has to be here now. It's not in the future. So past you didn't have, why you didn't have, it's very clear. You are only thinking about it, you see, you know a lot about it, that knowledge has not helped you to get what you want. Assuming for a moment that there is such a thing as enlightenment or freedom, or whatever word you want to use, or a transformation, radical transformation, whatever you are after. You know a lot about it, you see. People have talked about it, you have read about it, you, you have tried it, you have experienced it, and yet, you are still searching for it, you see. So the, how can the future be different? In the past, you see, even in, in, the, in the ordinary day-to-day -day living, you see, you, you had moments of happiness, you, you had moments of unhappiness, moments of pleasure, moments of pain. So you, you are using the same, same instrument, same thinking, same knowledge, to achieve your ultimate goals in the future. So there is no guarantee except the hope that somehow, through some miracle or the help of somebody, you will perform a miracle yourself. No, not a chance, not a chance. So there must be a present, you see, before you think of future. In the present, only the past is operating. See, you, if you want it, you don't have a chance. That's all that I'm saying. You can want a thing that you know. So there is no question of you getting enlightened because enlightenment, because you know a lot about it. Enlightenment, if you still want to use the word, in quote and unquote, something which you will never know, which you will never know. You will never tell yourself that I'm an enlightened man or go around, go about enlightening other people. You will never know that outside the field of the knowledge. So you can't say anything about it, you see. You know, so you know, you see. That is the one that is operating here now at this moment, you see. The people talk of now, here and now, the present moment, living in moment, you know, living from moment to moment, all that bullshit, you see, throw it all out. There's nothing to it, you see. You can tell me, now at this moment, this is the present, this is the moment. You tell me something about it. You can do that. You don't need any teacher, you don't need any knowledge about it. So what is happening? What's going on there is only the past. You see? You know? So you cannot want enlightenment, you cannot ask for enlightenment. No matter who says what, as long as you want it, you ain't got a chance of 
getting it. Probably you will get some experiences, you see, some mystical experiences, and think that's it, you see, I'm enlightened. And then look at things, you see, and then you know, interpret things and write commentaries, give lectures, uh, go about converting people. That's all that you can do. It's not something extraordinary. Any fool can do that. But as far as you are concerned, there is no question of your getting enlightenment as long as you want it. So wanting means you only think about it. You, there is no action necessary for enlightenment. All action in that direction. So if you want to be free from thinking, stop thinking. How do you go about stop thinking? You see, this is the way somebody says, you see. So you are still thinking about how to stop thinking. It is a very vicious circle, you know. So be in a thoughtless state, yeah? be in a thoughtless state. You see, that thoughtless state is invented by the thought, <coughs> you see. Because you are using thought to achieve certain goals and certain results, it has not worked so far. You see, it is very tiring to repeat this process again and again and again. So you want to be in a thoughtless state. How the hell you are going to be in a thoughtless state, you see, you are using thought to be in a thoughtless state, you see. You put yourself in what you call a thoughtless state, an experienced thoughtless state, and tell yourself the thought was not there. The fact that you are talking about a state where the thought is not there or was not there means the thought was very much there. You see? <laughs> Otherwise you can't say that the thought was not there. The knowledge that the thought was absent for a little while is all that you have. So that is why it doesn't do you any good. You see, it comes back again. You know? So you cannot talk of thoughtless state. It is the it's the thought that has invented, not necessarily you, some joker there, somewhere experienced a petty little state called a thoughtless state, captured that within the framework of his experience and started selling it, see, sharing it with you. So now you want to be in that state, you see. So how, how are you going to be in that state, thoughtless state? It is the thought that has invented the thoughtless state. It knows very well that it can never, never be in the thoughtless state. So it goes on and on and on forever. Its continuity is assured. The end of the thought is the end of you. The thought comes to an end only when you die. Until then, don't think, don't take the word of anybody that you will be in a thought. If the thought comes to an end, that's the end of you, the physical end. Clinical death takes place. You can imagine, fancy all kinds of things. Thought will never stop. If the thought stops, thought is life. It's not something outside life. They go together, thought and life. Matter and energy are one and the same. So if you try to control your thought, it, it's like something uh, controlling your breath. You, you can control your breath and experience all kinds of things by cutting out oxygen, the flow of oxygen into your brain. You have extraordinary experiences. That is why all these breathing techniques give you all kinds of funny experiences. But if you do it for long, you will be choked to death. In exactly the same way, the whole fun is trying to control thought, through thought, and that gives you certain experiences, and hope that one day you will be in a thoughtless state. If the thought stops, you will be in a dangerous situation. That's not what you want. Same the timeless space. 
all these metaphysicians sit and discuss everlastingly, the time must come to end. It's all metaphysics, you see. It is the time that has invented the timeless, and it pursues the timeless, and in this process it experiences funny little things called timeless state experiences. So it wants more and more and more and more, and there is no end to it. The time is another word for thought. The moment the thought is born, the time is there. You see? So the enlightenment you are interested in is in time. If the time is absent, the thought is absent, so the enlightenment business is absent. So it is not something that can be used by you to solve your problems. Your problems can never be solved by becoming enlightened. What I don't understand is traumatic to me is that I don't need you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I can't listen already to you. I don't understand what happened to you. That's not no importance to you. No. No. But why are you teaching and talking and trying to give, although your arguments that it doesn't work for it, you still give me information to. Let me think. Yes. So for me, that's double. I don't understand. That. No, it is. It's not very clear to me. I, I get the hang of what you are trying to say. You see, it is. Uh, it is adding more burden to you. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Is that what you are saying? Huh? So what do you do then? You just get up and walk out. That does not solve the problem for you. No, but you gave me that information. But you are here to talk about it, so you because want you to are here, Because you are here, I'm talking. Because these people are all interested in that kind of a thing, I'm talking. So otherwise, whatever subject you want to discuss, I can discuss. If you are not here, I go and watch television. I was doing that before you came. <laughs> to me, whether I talk to you or watch television or go for a walk or or do anything, it's of no importance to me. Because I'm not talking with the idea of helping you at all. No. When you are talking, I think... The helplessness of the situation is all that I'm trying to focus, spotlight, in this so-called uh, conversation or whatever you want to call it. You see, the teaching implies that there is something that is given to you which you can apply and produce results for yourself, bring about a change. Teaching implies change. And I am saying that no change is, is there, necessary. It's quite the opposite. So if you want to call it a teaching, it doesn't matter. I myself don't know what to say, all this stuff. You see, this it doesn't matter. But what I am saying is something which cannot be used by you to bring about a change. That's all that you are interested in, not necessarily Enlightenment, you see, you are dissatisfied with your life, so you want to change it, you see, you know. That's all that you are interested in. It doesn't matter what you want to change there, but uh, the instrument which you have is only the thinking, you see, that's all that you are doing. What I am suggesting is that through thinking you ain't got a chance to bring about any change. In the thinking, is not there, unfortunately, it is there always. So there is nothing that 
you can do to bring about a change. So it may sound very, very pessimistic, very negative, very gloomy the picture. I am not presenting the, the picture as a gloomy picture or a pessimistic picture or a negative picture. But uh, what is so marvelous about, you see, your positive approach to the problem. So the so-called, if, if you call this a negative approach, it is still related to the problem you are interested in. Positive approach is failed, so you have invented this thing called the negative approach, but the negative approach is still interested in a positive goal. Hmm? The positive goal is to be happy always, without moments of unhappiness. Right? That's the, that's the interest of everybody, how to have pleasure only without pain. But I can sit here and talk for days and days and point out to you that what you call pleasure is pain, you see. I can describe and discuss the anatomy of pleasure and why pleasure is pain. But you see, that is not what you are interested in. You want to have one without the other. So there is no use condemning pleasure and trying to free yourself from pleasure. And if you, if you are freed from pain, the pleasure also goes with it. You can't have one without the other. That's all that I'm finding out. So do what you like. It's your affair. It's your life. I am talking of enlightenment, uh, the subject in which I have no interest at all. I do it because, because everybody is interested in enlightenment. There are quite a few of them here in Amsterdam. That's too much. <laughs> what is the meaning of living? Why should there be any meaning, sir? Tell me. Living itself is, is very important. As long as you, you are interested in the meaning of life, you, it makes it difficult for you to live. You see, we don't know anything about life. Nobody knows anything about life. You can define life, talk about it, its mysteries, uh, meaning and all that. But the problem is the living. It's all that we are concerned about. You see, how to live. That's what we have been told. We are only interested in how, 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 how. That's all. So if, if we, if we are lucky enough to be freed from that how to live, you see, what we are left with is we. So that then it is not our concern at all, you see. We obviously don't see any meaning in life, you see. That's the reason we want to find out there must be some meaning, there must be some purpose. What is the purpose of life? What is the meaning of life? So how, how do we go about, you see? You know, you, you should have known by now. You lived long enough in this world, tried so many things, experienced so many things. If by now you do not know the meaning of life, when are you going to find out? Not only you, 85-year-old man comes and asks me, what is the meaning of life? What are you? You're 85, you haven't found. How the hell you are going to find out? When are you going to find out the meaning of life? That was my answer. So you find out and tell me. <laughs> he got up and walked out. He never came back. 
So we found this. I don't know. I'm glad he didn't put the battery. It's not a point. You know, all his life he asked this question. Wherever he went, to whomsoever he, he approached, you see, this was the only question. So when he came to me and put the same question, what is the purpose? I want to find out the meaning. How old are you? He said, he said 87. When are you going to find out the year? Your life is finished practically. One of these days you will kick your bucket, please. You know what? When you are going to find out the meaning of it? It's not a joke, you see. Eighty-five years the chap has lived in this world and he still is asking the question, what is the meaning of I really don't know. To be very honest with you, you see, I don't know what the meaning of life because I don't even have the time to ask that question. What is the meaning of life and think about it? That prevents the possibility of life living its own life. See, how we know a lot about how. We replace one how with another how, another how, another how. It goes on all of our life is wasted finding out how to live and that takes away all the energy that is necessary for the life uh, to solve its day-to-day -day problems. What a tremendous amount of energy is wasted thinking about the meaning of life, asking for it. What are we doing after all is see, thinking about the meaning of life. This is the meaning of life. This is not the meaning of life. What an amount of energy is wasted, you know. If, thank God, if that is released, what is it that you, see, the, you cannot do? That's all that we need, energy. Not the physical energy only, you see, the energy to deal with the problem. Whatever is the problem, the problem of enlightenment, you cannot deal with it. You swallow everybody's statements, <coughs> start believing, put your confidence, faith in that fellow, you see, and you think he's enlightened and he's going to. But we don't have the energy to find out for ourselves, you see, you know. If he says that, you see, I, am, I was brought up in that, you know, environment. Everybody talks of past life, future life, this theosophy. See, you will be surprised that when people met there in peace of society, the way they greeted was very strange. You know? When you meet somebody, I am Arari, what's your name? You know, that's the, the usual conversation. But there, I was in Victoria in my previous life. Queen Victoria probably was alive. What were you in your previous life? You know? <coughs> they have published the 12 past lives of J. Krishna, Krishna mm -hmm. That was the environment. You see, always. You know, they took all the great historical figures for themselves. There was nothing left for all these people. <laughs> they, they were all the King Ashoka was the this is you know, strength. That's all. So, you see, it is, uh, is there any such thing? What is there now? Unless we find out now, what is there now which will reincarnate? You see, or which was there before? If you accept it, so you, see, you have to find out. I can say that there is no life after or the life before. This is all that is there. You know? And then, if that is all that is there, all the years you spend, struggle, suffer, you see, it's misery, you see, achieve, fail, is coming to an end, you see. So, is that all? If that is all, what would you do? That's all I can say. 
what would you do? Then you have tremendous amount of time and energy available to you to get the maximum, the best out of it. Even if you indulge in pleasure of every kind, it doesn't matter. You are foregoing so many things in the hope of getting something else somewhere. Why did all these rishis give tapas in India? They, they sat there under a tree until the and if grew around them, their interest was only to have Manaka, Urvasi, the dancers in the heaven, to have sex with them. That was all that they were interested in, I'm not joking. They meditated until the ant hills grew, and the hands of the tree and meditated. What for? To have these dancers in heaven when they are That's too funny. You know. You know, only uh, that side of the Hinduism, the Hindu hell, compared to Catholic hell, is a paradise, I tell you. The Hindu hell, oh my God. You don't know about that, those stories. It's only the fellows come and teach you some tricks, gimmicks, and so on. But <laughs> the real Hinduism, and oh my God, story. I grew up there, so. Crazy. All acid heads. I don't know. Live. You don't you know that? Why are you asking me the question? Now why why you are asking me the question? You know that. No. It's going on and on and on and on. You see, as long as sorry. You are always thinking about something. Before about something. thinking about something, there is just that. Well, what is that thing? Thinking is a reaction of effect. Yeah, before that, what was before there? Before you start thinking, there must what be was there? What, was, what was there before? Was there before? Huh? Huh? You are thinking about something else. Or you are dreaming when you are asleep in the night. Because your thinking is pushed down, you see, into the subterranean region so that the body can uh, relax and uh, renew itself. The body demands that, so it forces you to sleep. You see, but sleep, you don't have to sleep, you see, for eight hours, nine hours. Sleeping is just for a, a few minutes. But uh, the rest of the, the sleep, you dream. Because you are dreaming in the daytime while you are awake, you dream in the night. If you don't dream now, you don't have to dream in the night. You don't even have to sleep so many hours. So anyway, that is said uh, the point. So, is there any moment when you don't think? Well, why do you say must be? Yes, you're putting thoughts together. They don't assert, you see, you tell me, you can find out for yourself. Just don't say there must be. There may not be. There is no moment when the thinking is not, uh, thinking is absent. You may be thinking of ten different things, you see. So there is always going, you see, the thoughts, that they are not important, the problem arises you see, what you call thinking is only when you use those thoughts to achieve some results. 
That's all. Otherwise, whether the thoughts are there or not there, you will never know. You are using them to achieve certain results, whether they are material goals or spiritual goals, it really doesn't matter. That's all. We use them. And so, it is always a protective mechanism. Thought is a protective mechanism to protect yourself. You use thought. Huh? So it, it creates violence there. Two things, there is a fight, there is a battle there. And so all around us is battle. How can there be a peaceful world? To be at peace with yourself, through war you are going to create that peace. It's impossible to create peace through war. You see? So here also the world around you, all your techniques of meditation, battle, constant battle. <laughs> you are tired, exhausted, and that you call a peaceful moment. And then it starts all over again. It's going there, you want to bring it back. You know that, you know all those techniques. I don't have to tell you. It's going on. So if you can't ignore them, you use them. You see, you use your thoughts to achieve something. Hmm? To achieve a goal, material or spiritual, it doesn't matter. So you have not succeeded. It's the hope that somehow you are going to succeed. To be happy, you are using thoughts, thinking, you see, how can I be happy? The same thing. How can I be happy? Always happy. Huh? So what are you doing to be happy always? That's all that I'm asking. Then the next thing is, what gives you happiness? You see, if you achieve certain things, you are happy. If you don't get what you, what you want, you are unhappy. If you get what you want, you are happy. So how many things you want, it goes on, it goes on. Ultimately, you want heaven, you want God, you want enlightenment, so on. So, that is the ultimate pleasure. If I, if I had that, these problems would be solved. So if this is not here, that is not important. That's all that I'm saying. It is, it is the goal that is important to you. See, that is why whether you have to do something or not, you see, whether sadhana is not necessary or not, these questions arise only because of the goal, you see. You know, you take it for granted that that is your goal. So then is not some teacher necessary, is not some help necessary to understand. You, you are a living human being. You don't need anybody's help to understand something about life. If you can't, who else can? Tell me. Any idea I give you, any thing I tell you is dead already. It's a dead thing, cannot touch life. It's something living. If you can't understand yourself, how can anybody help you to understand? You are using the knowledge to understand yourself. So what you see is what the knowledge is telling you about, that you are a sinner, pitiful sinner. What the hell you are talking about? Why, why you are a sinner? Huh? Same story there in India. You go to a temple, go round and round and round, a sinner, pitiful sinner, and, and goes on. 
It's not different. So your ignorance is the same. <laughs> That's all. You are ignorant. Why give that name? Call yourself a sinner. What for? So you look at yourself through what those people have been talking. If that is not there, you have no way of looking at you. Don't even want to look at you because there is nothing there to look at. Seeing, observing, looking, knowing. What the heck these people are talking about? What is that? Observer is the observed is waste of time. Wasting <laughs> time. So much so you don't have time to live. It's an extraordinary word. What what is it that the world can't give you, sir? Huh? The nature is, is something extraordinary. Now go and look at nature and paint some filthy pictures. I have no good answer. You don't have to do is take walks, look at the sun, watch the clouds, do what you like. If you don't have to do a thing about it. Plenty. There is plenty in nature. <coughs> if I get you right, say, forget all about what you are projecting as a goal. You can't forget about it. No, no chance. No. But forget about it. It's just a word, forget about it. Just forget it. So it's a waste of breath on my side to tell you. I know you are not going to do it. That's all. And why you are saying that? You may very well ask me the question. This point you are not going to be seen. Everybody else says do it. You see, this is another line. Just forget it. You pick up another phrase, just you, you have not forgotten it. Yes, just forget it. Just the way you repeated all the other lines, you are also repeating these lines. That's all. That's all that you can do. That's all that the tape recorder can do. Whatever you record, it repeats. You erase that and you record something else. Even if you erase whatever, the other things are also still there. There will come a time when you will be able to get it back. Uh, get it back. <coughs> Both, every line that is recorded. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's all. There is nothing marvelous. You are a machine. You are a monkey. Monkey. <laughs> I completely accept. What is so marvelous about the, the man? Nothing there. Simple. It simplifies everything. If you think that you are a human being superior, <laughs> so a monkey simply enjoys. And if you are born with a great purpose, <laughs> you know this. It is not an easy thing to be born a human being. <laughs> I tell you the story. One great monk who came to see me with all his disciples. He heard of me and. Uh, why am I born here? He thought that I would give this the usual line, you know, it's not an easy thing, it's a great opportunity for you to be born as, as a man and you see this is the highest thing, you know, there is a Hindu line there. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. He said your parents made love. He got the shock of his life, he got <laughs> Why was I born? He said, you know. 
are very frivolous, ridiculous, he said. But what do you expect me to do? Is that a very profound question? Huh? What is that you want? Huh? What are your commandments? Another monk came to me, a holy man. What are your commandments? It's all useless. What are you? First thing, steal but don't get caught. <laughs> he was furious. He said, come on, steal but don't get caught. <laughs> if you are caught, you will be in trouble. What do you want me to do? Huh? Tell me. Be clever. Be clever, yes. Is there somebody... You see, in this world, if we accept the fact that there is always somebody more intelligent than you are in this world, <laughs> then you are relieved. <laughs> you are not the God. <laughs> always somebody more intelligent than you are. That's all. You stand your way, have your way. Now, joking about the... Think that's enough? <laughs> How much is it? That's enough, 45 minutes. That's enough, 45 minutes. Huh? Even the football game. Two times. Football game. Alright, we'll have a break. <laughs> <laughs> the second half. That's just in time. Total, how many hours?